Welcome to In Case You Missed Us. Hey guys, it's Christina from Us Weekly, and each week at Us, we talk to some of the hottest in Hollywood and dish about pop culture, reality TV, relationships, and a whole lot of gossip, while of course getting all the latest news from your favorite stars. Now this week, we got some new music from Court Overstreet and an update on all the real housewives of New York City drama, courtesy of one of my favorite housewives, Dorinda Medley. Now, if you've been keeping up, then you know that friendships are certainly strained this season. Bethany and Carol are on the outs, and Dorinda and Sonia don't really see eye to eye. You know, typical housewives drama. Now, Dorinda stopped by us weekly to tell us all about it and reveal if marriage is in the cards for her and John. Although we obviously lived through it mm-hmm. it's so funny re-watching it after it's been put through the whole magic sure, mill yep. of tv <laughs> yes. and, you, and i'm as intrigued in in what's going on as you know the viewers are sure yeah has anything surprised you so far watching it back no no <laughs> i mean nothing surpri- I, I just think it's it, it's interesting knowing what i know now yeah how it's unfolding okay i can see it because remember when i'm filming i may be only filming with carol but they're all filming together mm-hmm. so then you see it all put together sure. which is so interesting oh, yeah all so the i think there's a the lot puzzle. of energy in the episode sure this year. yeah do you feel that yeah no definitely and definitely. the energy's different mm-hmm. yes well a lot of friendships are kind of being shaken up this season a little bit we yeah. see carol and tinsley kind of getting close and carol and bethany's friendship kind of and Carol and me and Carol and you and kind of you know Carol and Bethany's friendship not as great as it used to be what's kind of your status with everybody everybody has something with someone I think you know Bethany has it with uh, uh, Ramona Mm -hmm. I seem to have it with Sonia Luann has it with Carol and there's just something that the dynamic doesn't uh, mesh. Yeah, it doesn't mesh. And I am really a person that desperately tries to live in the presence. Mm-hmm. You know, I too have been through a divorce yep. it's, it, almost the same amount of years ago as Sonia. And mm-hmm. I just feel like enough. You know, you have to move on for it from it. Yeah. People keep saying, oh, well, you don't, you still talk about Richard. Well, when Richard died. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, I think it's important for his family, for his children, for me to memorialize them. Of course. It's different yeah. holding a legacy than talking about the day you got divorced. Ten years ago, one hundred percent. So, um, but you know, I want to work. Th- I, I, we we work through that. But everybody's feeling a little bit with Sonia, like they can't connect with her. Mm-hmm. There's some sort of disconnect this year. Yeah, and I think you'll see that even more and more as the uh, season goes mm-hmm. on. Do you think that you guys would be able to come become friends, or is this kind of like I'm, a wall I'm, that she's kind of pulled? I up? am a total forgiver. Mm-hmm. I think we work through things. In fact, you'll see this week that you know we we try to talk it out again. And I don't believe in hold. Life's too short to hold grudges. Mm-hmm. And you never know what's going on, you know, behind sure. everything. So I try not to hold judgment, but I do get frustrated. Yeah. I mean, just like my tagline says, I, you know, I'm nice, but I, I get impatient. Sure, yeah. And But you're not afraid to call people out on things, which you did to Sonia when she, when she made a comment about you at the Halloween party. I yes. I thought that was really... You know, you have to bring it up. Absolutely. And yeah. I believe in getting things out. It's healthy. You know, mm-hmm. what is Bethany always says, you know, secrets cause, you know, sickness. Sure, yeah. I always thought it was great when she said that secrets cause sickness because mm-hmm. it's true. I think it's so much I've learned in my life just to put it out there mm-hmm. and then work through it. Right, true. And it's all on camera. It's all going to come back around yes. later on. Um, Bethany recently said that creating friendships under these circumstances on the reality show isn't as deep as dimensions as friends that you have your whole life. Do you agree with that? No, I no. think that's a choice. Yeah. 
Mm -hmm. You know, I think if you, you, I think you can meet new friends anywhere, shows, you know, uh, new experiences, trips. It just depends on how much you want to be invested sure. in it. Sure. Mm -hmm. What's your relationship like with Bethany? It's good. I yeah. mean, I, I think Bethany's, you know, she's very involved, and I don't, you know, we don't see each other as much after we film, but, you know, we're fine. Mm -hmm. Is it hard not having Bethany and Carol get along? Do you almost feel like in ways that you have to pick sides or no? No, no. I don't get involved. You know, it's so funny. My whole life, I've always had friends from every, from all kinds of different areas, mm -hmm. you know, different parts of life, demographically, and I don't, I don't want to manage people's sure. relationships. Yeah, you know, I want to just manage the things that I can manage in my life. It's hard enough managing me, right? In my relationships, <laughs> to have to worry about what's going on in other people's sure. relationships. And listen, relationships go through changes. Mm -hmm. I know, even I've had friends for years and years that sometimes you just have a period where it doesn't click. Yeah. You know, they have, they take on a new form. Maybe you've changed. Maybe the situation's changed. I know just recently I was talking to someone who, uh, you know, said, oh, now that I have this new boyfriend, I feel like some of my friends are alienating me. Mm -hmm. That happens sure. sometimes. Yeah, no, it's true. You go through different phases. And then you just life. have to just decide how important the friendship is to you mm -hmm. or, or if they did something that was very hurtful. If you want, you're invested enough to confront it yeah. and work through it. If mm -hmm. not, then sometimes the friendship takes on a different form or sure it runs ceases course. to yeah no totally. yeah, everything in life has a beginning a middle and an mm -hmm. end yeah do you think that this is the end for Cal carol and bethany then i don't know i yeah. mean i think that's a question for carol and sure. bethany yeah you know no, what definitely. i mean mm -hmm. so um we see coming up that there's kind of like this conversation between luann and bethany's on and oh off God. again boyfriend dennis was it as awkward as it looked Yes. Yes. <laughs> 100%. So what kind of went down? And as soon as it started, I'm like, oh, no. Stand <laughs> down next to with the <laughs> Because what it was, it was almost like an out-of-body experience, as if, like, Luann had already been transported to, like, Zurich. <laughs> and we were all just meeting each other for the first time. <laughs> oh, Dennis. Pleasure to meet you. <laughs> I'm like, don't. Don't do it. <laughs> so, and then when, when Beth, Bethany was having none of it, it truly was like a powder keg when it blew Anne's uh -huh. face. And she's like, oh, I, you know, I can't see. Okay, you're right. I couldn't stop laughing yeah. as you're going to see in the right. episode. Yeah, was that one of the funniest moments of the season? I it was what well, I think there's that and when Lou fell in the bush. I watched yeah. that the other day. Yeah, that yeah. was one of my favorites of all time. <laughs> of all time. I always will like I made it nice. <laughs> yes, of course. Of course. Um, are Bethany and Dennis still together? I don't even know. You don't know. Yeah. I don't even know. Mm -hmm. I think forevermore they'll be great friends. Sure. They've, I think they've known each other since she was like 21 or something. Oh wow. Yeah. yeah. They go way back. Way back. So mm -hmm. I think, you know, so I'm sure they're still in touch, but I don't know. Yeah. Carol ran the marathon recently. and Very uh, proud of Very her. proud. I mean, that's a huge accomplishment. Um, well, how come you weren't there? I wasn't there because I did my first mother-daughter weekend with Hannah since. Oh, so nice. Before, I couldn't remember. I think it was before Richard got sick. Yeah. And we had planned it way ahead of time. And mm -hmm. she had taken time off from work and stuff. So I missed it, and I just didn't have the heart to, to uh, you know, cancel it. Of course her. not. But I felt bad I wasn't there. Yeah. No. Would you ever run the marathon? No. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I'm lucky to get up and do my yoga and stretching and a, a, a speed walk around the park. Right. It's you know? a big commitment. It's a huge yeah. commitment. It's a lifestyle commitment. Right. No, totally. Yeah, I couldn't do it. No, no I way. couldn't either.
<laughs> no but, way. But listen, she put her head... And here, here's the thing that people don't get. It'd be one thing if Kara was sort of exercising her whole life and just mm -hmm. sort of stepping up. She hadn't exercised at all. Right, yeah. So you know, she went from nothing to the marathon. <laughs> that's, that's I mean, huge. there are major athletes that can't run no, the marathon. No, definitely. No, that's... I mean, that's a mental commitment. It, and it's not just a physical commitment. No, it is. No, you're totally that's right. That's a mental commitment. No way. I, I would start it. and then just... Have an Uber somewhere, pick me up, might be on the back roads right. and drop me off at the finish line. Crawl back in somewhere. Just pour a water bottle over your head like it's yes. wet. Yeah, that's what I would, that would be my version of the marathon. Yes, exactly. Um, if Hannah ever wanted to be a housewife, what would you say? Well, I don't think that's going to Hannah. That's going to happen. Hannah yeah. is a very different soul than me. We are very close, mm -hmm. and now, now she's well. She is my best friend, but we're really not. We don't live together. Yeah, we're like best friends. But Hannah's very academic, and she's very. Um, she's like an old lady in a young person's body, so yeah. she's too logical for the housewife. <laughs> She'd be like, that does not track, and I'm not putting up with this. I'm going home right yeah. now. I need to read a book. <laughs> does she love watching though? I don't know. You don't? Really? You know, I know she is a, some... It, we, I'll tell you a funny story. She, mm -hmm. you know, I'm mom to her. Yeah, of course. Okay, so I'm wallpaper, you know, so... <laughs> and, and she, we... I remember with the moment we had, we were at Bergdorf Goodman, and all these young girls came running up to me saying, Oh, my God, oh, my God, we love you, we yeah. love you. Oh, you're so lucky, Hannah, that she's your mother. And she's like, really? Because <laughs> <laughs> she couldn't get her head right. around it. Yeah. So I think she, I mean, I think she's very proud of, of me. Of course, yeah. No, you know, she great. doesn't like the slap-in-your-face moment. Sure. <laughs> but, um, you know, they, they go quick and move quickly. The great thing about reality TV that I had to learn quickly is that no matter what you do, the following week, no one's interested anymore. Yeah. Yeah. It's so weird. It is so weird. Yeah, the cycle of everything is so fast. So fast. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, definitely. And you've been on for so, several seasons. What have you kind of learned about yourself during these uh, three seasons? For me, it's been therapeutic. Yeah. I've got to tell you something. It's been a very therapeutic uh, exercise. I love the camaraderie between the girls. And mm -hmm. to tell you the truth, I miss it. Yeah. When we're not doing Do you? it. Yeah, because, you know, for me, I kind of give my all. I try to make it seamless, you know, mm -hmm. so I try to get very vested in it if we're filming in six months. And I just enjoy the camaraderie. I enjoy watching this, you know, whole thing play out. Yeah. And where else in your life can you sort of be so honest and True. do all these fun things and, you know, experience all these different relationships mm -hmm. and be given the opportunity to spend that much time with yeah. your girlfriends. No, definitely. And our lives, we're lucky. I mean, I'm lucky to have dinner now with Ramona once a month. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And how's Ramona doing? She's, she's doing great. good. She's great. She's very confident. I, you know, I love Ramona. Mm -hmm. I, I, I think that she's a great person. She's such an achieved woman. And, you know, I, I'm proud of her. She's kind of not, I don't think she's dating right now. No. She's very happy with herself. She's dating herself. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. She's, she's very happy with herself. And, you know, it's, it takes a lot to get to that place. Mm -hmm. I think sometimes that's when you really meet someone. Oh, when you least expect it, definitely. Mm -hmm. And the, in the least expected place mm -hmm. and when you're in the least expected mind frame. Yeah. I was. I remember saying before I got married, uh, uh, met Richard, I remember saying, I never want to get married really? again. And yeah. six months later, I met someone. Yeah, it's, it happens like that. It does. And how never are, say never. Right. And how are Adam and Carol doing? They're great. They're great yeah. friends. I don't think Carol's a person that, you know, leaves situations on a bad note. Sure. Mm -hmm. yeah, she's, yeah. Carol's someone that uh, invests in people. Yeah. And has them long term. Definitely. And you definitely see that with all her friends that are around her. Mm -hmm. How's John doing? John's doing great. We just yeah. celebrated our six-year anniversary. Oh, Can congrats. you imagine? That's six great. Years.
What did you guys do to celebrate? We we went up to the Berkshires. Nice. You know, it was right right at the end of the filming, and I was just so exhausted that I just wanted to get away and get mm -hmm. away from all the noise and just be somewhere quiet. Sure. We love it up there. So, yeah, it's good. Everything's great. You know, Operation Normalize. I know all the same questions. Are you ever going to get married? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> no. I, you know, I'm, this is the first time. I love John. We're very mm -hmm. committed. He's my best friend. Um, and I, beside Hannah. Sure. Hannah, you're my best, best friend. <laughs> <laughs> Forever best <Yes>. friend. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's the first time in 20 for years mm -hmm. that I am living on my own, yeah. that I can be Dorinda, whoever I want, that I can just enjoy myself and sort of really grow. That's great. So I don't know, you know, we'll see. I, I really, at this point in my life, thank God, I have the huge luxury of doing things day by day and mm -hmm. not having to over plan. Sure, yeah, you can kind or of do things it. exactly how you want. All I got to worry about is that my cable bill's played so I can watch <laughs> The Real Housewives of New York City. Yes, definitely. <laughs> um, there's been a lot of Real Housewives of New York stars in the past. Is there anybody that you keep in touch with? Well, Jill. Jill. Yeah. I love Jill Heather. Mm -hmm. I love Heather. Um, who else? I'm trying to think of who else the other housewives were. Those Kelly. That's uh, what, yeah, yep. I know Kelly, mm -hmm. but I'm, she's more friends with Lou. Right. She's a great girl. Yeah. But I mainly it's Jill and yeah. Heather, because Heather lives like five miles from me in the Berkshires. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. That's great. That's great. And then she's a if, great you, girl. if you were assembling a Real Housewives all-star cast, yourself included, who would you pick from all seasons? An all-star cast? Yeah. <laughs> I think our cast is a pretty all-star yeah. cast. <laughs> pretty I think we kind of we brought. I think we single-handedly brought yeah. back Sex in the City. You have, yes. We almost <laughs> can identify with each one of the girls. <laughs> Who would you identify with? Strangely, I think um, I could. Well, Lou would definitely be what's her name, the PR person. I'm so bad. Samantha. Samantha. Uh -huh. We know who Carol would be. Right. I yes. was thinking about that in the middle of the night last night. She's so much like Carrie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Even the way she walks. <laughs> right. <laughs> You know what I mean? I would probably be the the one, the lawyer. Miranda? <laughs> I think I'm a Miranda. You're a Miranda? <laughs> Tinsley would definitely... I'd be a cross between Miranda and the one that... Um, uh, Charlotte? Yeah, Charlotte. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. <laughs> I think so. I think I'm a cross. <laughs> I love and it. And I think Tinsley's a real Charlotte. Yeah, definitely. So going forward, I know we have a bunch more episodes. What's that one moment that you can't wait for viewers to see? The one moment that I can't wait for the viewers to see. Well, the one moment that I think, well, obviously our trip to Cartagena has mm -hmm. <laughs> been asked about a lot. Yes. Uh-huh. And obviously it was very sort of, I think it's going to be really overwhelming and, and shocking for the fans when they see Luann yeah. get arrested. Mm -hmm. How's she doing? Good. She's doing great. Yeah. Luann is a strong woman. Nothing keeps that woman down. Yeah. She will sing her cabaret through it. <laughs> yes. I know. Ramona said that she seems like she's in the best place. Best place. And she's yeah. never looked more beautiful. Yeah. It's actually really hard to believe that summer is right around the corner, which means tans, flip-flops, and some summer music. Well, if you need something to add to your playlist, then look no further than former Glee star Cord Overstreet. Cord, who looks to be dating megastar Emma Watson, stopped by us to talk about his new single, relationships, and his favorite moments from Glee. I mean, there is, uh, there's a lot of really good memories and fun stuff. There was one, there was one episode... Oh, I was like fat shaming all of the guys. Mm -hmm. We were doing uh, yoga in the locker room, and it was it was called Broga. Mm -hmm. 
I had no, I had no, I knew nothing about yoga at this time, mm-hmm. and so I'm giving these guys like yoga tips. And I remember we were filming. They're like, "Yeah, just improv, say whatever you want." And I was like, "Okay, cool." So I'm making up all these yoga positions mm-hmm. that don't exist, and then <laughs> acting them out. Um, and I got to rap to Nelly's "Hot and Her," uh, which was <laughs> like really, <laughs> which was really fun. Yeah. Uh, and one of my favorite songs. Can you? Do you still know all the words? It's so it's so complex. I, don't, <laughs> I do not. No. Yeah, and then we had a ping pong table mm-hmm. that we left that was like outside base camp for like a year. So like me and the guys would always like come back and play ping pong yeah. until we had to go back. That's awesome. Yeah. Are you still close with the cast? Some of the cast? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Here there. I mean, everybody's kind of everybody's so scattered, but mm-hmm. out doing their uh, own things, and there's you know so many of us. It's you kind of see each other. Sure. When you can. Yeah. Do you think that there will ever be a reunion? Um, I have no clue. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, those those guys are all really, you know, busy. And so, mm-hmm. like I said, you know, it's a schedule thing. Sure. Would you be uh, up for it? I mean, it's, it, it, I guess, I guess if somebody's, like, up for a high school reunion, yeah. you know, I mean, I'm always, I'm always open to whatever. I'm a sure. pretty open person. So. When people listen to your music from front to back, what are you hoping they learn about you? Front to back, I would just say, I mean, I think one of the... Cr- coolest things about music is to be able to reach somebody i put a song out last year that i had somebody come up to me after the after this uh show and he was you know he was like hey i was just really depressed and kind of close to the end and like thinking about like committing suicide and 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 he was like i you know i listened to your song and it helped get me out of that time i was like jesus like to have any kind of effect to that magnitude on somebody's life with music i was just it was it kind of was one of those moments to where why would you not you know mm-hmm. why if yeah. you can impact can anybody's mm-hmm. life you know even if it's one person why why wouldn't you um and so if i can have something like that come out of um something that i love to do mm-hmm. uh, i think that's one of the cooler things why is this the perfect song to kind of kick start the new chapter in your music career um uh, i think it's just kind of where where I, I mean where i was like mentally when i when i wrote it i think i'm it's it's coming back to that time of year and yeah. uh I had a wild trip out in the desert with a couple buddies, mm-hmm. and we didn't really do anything, but we had, it was like the best time, and, um, you know, sometimes you take trips, and sometimes you live a little bit, and you come back inspired, and so sure. uh, we, were, we were all taking a trip, and, uh, mm-hmm. and I, you know, I got the song out of it, and came back, and was ready to go to work. Nice. So, yeah. Where did you take your trip to? Uh, we went out to Joshua Tree. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. And yeah. sonically, it's very different as well. So, kind of, how did you come up with this kind of sound? Um, I just, I just kind of, actually, how it happened is I was in the studio um, with uh, my co-writers, and I, I took this old like Thunderbird guitar and yeah. I started like messing around on the strings and like sure. hit and playing this like riff, and we just kind of started vibing out and we started recording it and uh, that's kind of how most of the music that I've been doing is mm-hmm. is just in the moment spontaneous what feels good sure uh, and just kind of stuff that I'm into and I'm, I'm really enjoying yeah did it take you a, wh- a while to write this song or did it just kind of all like pour out of you um like we like we did it in a day okay yeah. that's pretty quick yeah yeah that's really quick so, so it must yeah. have been a great trip yeah <laughs> it, was, it was a great trip yeah, yeah totally. so a really good time so now this kind of feels to me like a song of the summer type of thing so is this kind of the vibe that you were going for um yeah i mean it's so it's so weird because i feel like every every song has its own thing individually and there's some other songs that mm-hmm. uh 
are definitely like fun summer songs. Um, it's it's interesting looking back at. Uh, I mean, this was like oh, we started this like last year for like six okay. months of just in the studio every day writing. Uh, so looking back, it's kind of like a, a journal. So mm -hmm. it all kind of feels um, personal, but I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'm a little nervous because you know yeah. I, haven't, I haven't I haven't put like a body of workout uh, that you know it's kind of complete. And so we'll, sure. You know, Starting with this one, then uh, yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, it's interesting. They say you get nervous about it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. just because you just never know. You know, it's, right. it's 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 music, so it's all. Uh, I mean, some people can hate, some people sure. can love. You just never know. Yeah, do you almost feel vulnerable in a way that people are kind of kind of know your stories and things like that? Yeah, it's yeah. it's music's weirdly, I mean, not weirdly, but it's just it's one of the most personal things. Mm -hmm. uh, when it comes to art, in my opinion, because you're telling, you know, your experiences, mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, sometimes there's r room for interpretation, but uh, sometimes it's just right in your face. Sure, yeah. What was your friend's reaction when they heard the song? All my friends, I think they like my music, or, yeah. or they're just, you know, telling me they do, so, so I'll turn yeah. it off. Oh, no. Uh, no, I think they, I think they like it. Uh, yeah. It's so, it's, it's interesting, because as a songwriter, I write, you know, anywhere from goof around with R&B and hip hop, yeah. and like to country, and just like I, that's always just been something I just always had fun mm -hmm. doing. So it can be hard to define a sound and a genre, which is I think a lot of what I've been doing for the last three years. Yeah. So are you? How would you define your genre of music? Or are you kind of like to be all over the place and check off many different boxes? I would say. I'll probably keep, kind of keep progressing as you know as I mm -hmm. progress as a human. But uh, as, it, right now, it's kind of in an alternative um, kind of bandy yeah. world. Sure, totally. Yeah. Now, how does Waste of Time set the tone for the rest of the album? Well, I haven't put out anything that has tempo yet. Sure. So yeah. I think the first thing I wanted to put out, uh, the last thing I put out was very, um, you know, it was a very personal ballad and I wanted to put out something with tempo that was just really fun and mm -hmm. that uh, I could just play over and over. Yeah, definitely. So what's kind of your writing process? It changes. Uh, mm -hmm. My writing process recently, I used to be playing chords and trying to figure out mm -hmm. what I was doing. Recently, it, it's more of singing aimlessly. <laughs> uh, like, uh, I'll, I'll hear somebody say something and I'll be like, <laughs> oh, my phone will be like, oh, that's a song. I'm going yeah, yeah. to put that in my notes mm -hmm. and like save it for later. And uh, But I'll start singing something aimlessly until the melody clicks. Okay. Without any instruments or any music, and it sounds horrible. <laughs> and then I'll record it, and I'll bring it into a session. I'll be like, hey, what do you guys think of this? And they'll either be like, hey, we love that, or, mm -hmm. uh, no. No. <laughs> that's, uh, but I, like, my phone's just full of. Full of things. Like probably like 10,000 voice memos that are That's amazing. horribly sung. And <laughs> That's okay. All over the place, That's like, yeah. you know, get your ideas. Now, you come from a musical family as well. Mm -hmm. So, did you write it all with your dad and things like that, or no? Yeah. Yeah. My first time I ever wrote a song uh, actually was with my dad. Um, mm -hmm. And the, the story behind that was I was on Oxycontin because <laughs> I, I just had knee surgery after uh -huh. like football in high school and I hadn't really ever sang in front of anybody. Yeah. And I'm, I'm laid up on the couch playing video games and just like on oxy, uh -huh. <laughs> uh, like fresh off knee surgery. Yeah. And my dad comes in from the studio and he's like, "Turn that damn game off and write a song." Really? And I was like, "All right." So, uh, he went back to the studio and 
uh, he said, call me when you got a verse in the chorus. So I, I wrote a verse in the chorus, mm -hmm. never written a song before. And then he came back, and you really liked it, and so we finished yeah. it. And then I kind of, I became obsessed with writing. Really? I'd never written until then, and mm -hmm. I became obsessed with writing. I started writing with him and my brother, and started writing by myself, and that's kind of kind of became a little bit of an addiction. Yeah, totally. Um, but it's almost, it's also like therapy, because you'll weirdly say in music the things you won't ever tell anybody. Sure. But yeah, that was the first experience, and like the song was actually called, uh, it was like a really heavy country song called Death Row. <laughs> <laughs> it was like this old, like old Johnny Cash yeah. kind of a vibe. But it was kind of cool because the what I was talking about, you could only you would only write about if you were on, on Oxycontin. Yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, did your parents know that you were going to be very musical? They did. They yeah. made chords. I know. I was gonna say yeah, you, you have uh, your siblings have uh, interesting names as well. Yeah. Yeah. They're all uh, there's Nash, Harmony, Sky, Summer, Charity. Mm -hmm. Everybody's people are like, are your parents hippies or stoners? <laughs> yeah. No, I don't think so. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I my for. Christmas when I was three, mm -hmm. I got a mandolin. I kind of had music uh, shoved in my face from an early age. Mm -hmm. I don't think it really mattered. I think we all kind of just gravitated towards it. Sure, yeah. But now it's really cool because that's something that I bond with my dad mm -hmm. and my brother. And yeah. I'll, I'll hit up my brother all the time, and we'll, we'll go in the studio and write and mm -hmm. hang and whatever. So yeah. yeah. So what kind of personal experiences are inspiring the music that you have coming out? A lot of stuff from past relationships. Mm -hmm. When I was, re I was really young, and I was, I came to New York for the first time. Mm -hmm. I came with a, I came with like a, a girlfriend that I was dating at the time, and we went, we went to a bunch of different places here in the city, and uh, probably like half a year later, it was like the first time I came to New York again, with, sure. but without anybody. Yeah. And I didn't know where to go. So I kept, I kept revisiting these places, mm -hmm. the only places that I knew like that were like cool and like fun, and it was this time it was without her. So there's like contrast like that in songs, and then. You know, I've had uh, breakups and relationships that after after it had kind of gone south, uh, shit had gotten back to me that mm -hmm. was completely fabricated. And I was so taken off guard. I was like, all right, well, You're writing that down. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, so there's stuff like that, and there's also, I, I find a lot of humor. You know, there's the heartfelt stuff, and then there's the fun I have two sides to me, I guess. Sure. <laughs> when uh, you are in a relationship, does that kind of come with the territory that, like, you might be writing a song about them? I don't really ever think about it at yeah. the time, but y you can't really help when you get inspired. Sometimes it just takes mm -hmm. over. Usually around when you start a relationship or you, you go through a breakup, it's... it's Yeah. It's... That's usually when you're uh, most inspired. Yeah, definitely. Are you nervous about your exes listening to the songs? You know what? <laughs> I, I don't think any of them are going to know who it's about because... Really? I mean, I, it's not it's not like super specific. Sure. It's like, but I don't know. <laughs> I, haven't really, I haven't really thought about that. I know, sorry, sorry. I mean, it's you know, but it's also there's there's also not specific. You know, sometimes you can have. I don't know. Right. That's, that's, <laughs> I haven't even thought about that. All right. Sorry. Now you're gonna be thinking about that all the time. When you are in a relationship, what do you look for? Somebody that's like that. Um, I feel like I'm like a sensitive, like sweet, like hard on my sleeve type guy so sure. uh, I think it can only work if you have somebody that reciprocates that mm -hmm. as a young man sometimes you tend to go for people that are completely the opposite so yeah. you know you know mm -hmm. it's, you, you, that's kind of what's interesting mm -hmm. I kind of write about that stuff yeah well opposites attract yeah <laughs> um, is it true that before you went on Glee that you were really uh, you had stage right uh, yeah 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 I didn't I didn't sing in front of anybody till I mean I guess 
technically till I had to. Yeah. And then once I started doing it, you know, kind of, mm-hmm. you kind of get more comfortable as you go on. But yeah, I had stage fright. I wouldn't sing in front of anybody. Uh, didn't want to let anybody hear me sing. I only like sang, goofing around, and mm-hmm. doing impressions. And, yeah, totally. Um, but yeah, and then once you get out there and sing, and you're like shirtless singing a Lady Gaga song, <laughs> it, it's all it's all it's all out there. <laughs> anything you can do, anything after that. Yep. All right, that's it for this week, but remember to pick up the latest issue of Us Weekly on newsstands right now, which features all the details on the newest member of the royal family. And remember, come back right here for all of your favorite celebrity interviews and head on over to usmagazine.com for the latest news.